I'm Father Paul Donison, and this is Praying with the Saints. Each episode will contain a shortened evening prayer service and also an opportunity for me to share a story from the life of a saint, an ordinary Christian like you and me who sought to follow Jesus in their generation. We're using the Book of Common Prayer 2019, and you can download the liturgy sheet off our website. And if you have a BCP 2019, you can turn to page 41, where evening prayer begins. But some of you will already have these words memorized. And for others, perhaps you'll simply want to listen and have these words prayed over you tonight. And we're encouraging you to share it with others. Tonight, I want to tell you about early missionaries to Burma who faced incredible hardship for the sake of the gospel. This is the story of Adoniram and Anne Judson. Let us quiet our hearts before Almighty God. Jesus spoke to them, saying, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will not walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. Let us humbly confess our sins to Almighty God. Almighty and most merciful Father, we have erred and strayed from your ways like lost sheep. We have followed too much the devices and desires of our own hearts. We have offended against your holy laws. We have left undone those things which we ought to have done, and we have done those things which we ought not to have done, and apart from your grace there is no health in us. O Lord, have mercy upon us. Spare all those who confess their faults. Restore all those who are penitent, according to your promises declared to all people in Christ Jesus our Lord. And grant, O most merciful Father, for his sake, that we may now live a godly, righteous, and sober life to the glory of your holy name. Amen. Hear these words of absolution and comfort. The Almighty and merciful Lord grant you absolution and remission of all your sins, true repentance, amendment of life, and the grace and consolation of his Holy Spirit. Amen. O Lord, open our lips, and our mouth shall proclaim your praise. O God, make speed to save us. O Lord, make haste to help us. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Our psalm this evening is Psalm 26 on page 298 of the prayer book. Be my judge, O Lord, for I have walked innocently. My trust has been in the Lord, therefore I shall not fall. Test me, O Lord, and prove me. Examine my heart and my mind. For your loving kindness is ever before my eyes, and I will walk in your truth. I have not dwelt with evildoers, neither will I have fellowship with the deceitful. I have hated the company of the wicked and will not sit among the ungodly. I will wash my hands in innocence, O Lord, and so will I go to your altar, that I may lift up the voice of thanksgiving and tell of all your wondrous works. Lord, I have loved the habitation of your house and the place where your honor dwells. O take not away my soul with the sinners, nor my life with the bloodthirsty, whose hands are full of wickedness and their right hand full of bribes. But as for me, I will walk innocently. O deliver me and be merciful to me. My foot stands firm. I will praise the Lord in the congregations. Glory be to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, 
as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. What kind of tenacity and determination is required to bring the gospel into a foreign land? Well, let me tell you the story of Adoniram and Anne Judson. Adoniram was born in 1788 to a devout Congregationalist family, but became a deist and a skeptic due to the influence of his college friend Jacob Eames, who was an outspoken atheist and skeptic. In 1807, at age 19, Adoniram graduated as valedictorian of his class at Brown University, and it was no surprise for those who knew him saw his brilliant young mind. But in 1808, the year after college, Adoniram's skepticism was changed overnight. When he had booked himself into an inn, one evening, the innkeeper had told Adoniram that he would be sleeping in a room next door to a critically ill man. So when Adoniram heard the sounds of groaning coming up from the room next to him, he thought little of it. In the morning, he awoke to learn that the man in the room next to him had died during the night, and the name of that dead man was Jacob Eames. It was his own college friend. Jacob's death so unsettled Adoniram that he was forced to re-examine his life, and he ended up rededicating himself to his childhood Christian faith. He went on to enroll at Andover Theological Seminary and discerned a call to foreign missions. And in 1810, as he was preparing to move abroad, he met Anne Hasseltine. Anne came from a wealthy family, but was not satisfied with the life of a New England socialite. She wanted to do something more meaningful with her life, and therefore she and Adoniram hit it off immediately. They married two years later, in 1812, and three weeks after their wedding, they set sail to India, and then, a year later, to Burma. They both knew the hardship they would meet in this new mission field. In fact, when Adoniram asked Anne's father for her hand in marriage by letter, he was abundantly clear on what this could mean. He writes, I have now to ask whether you can consent to part with your daughter early next spring to see her no more in this world, whether you can consent to her departure to a heathen land and her subjection to the hardships and sufferings of a missionary life, to degradation, insult, persecution, and perhaps even a violent death. Can you consent to all this for the sake of him who left his heavenly home and died for her and for you, for the sake of perishing immortal souls, for the sake of Zion and for the glory of God? Can you consent to all this in hope of soon meeting your daughter in the world of glory? with a crown of righteousness brightened by the acclamations of praise which shall resound to her Savior from heathens saved through her means from eternal woe and despair. These words of Adoniram would end up being prophetic. It took them three years to journey to Burma, and their first child died during the journey. It took three more years for them to learn the language and during that time, their second child died of illness. After three years in Burma, they celebrated their first convert. And after 12 years, a total of 18 converts. Adoniram was arrested as a suspected spy during the Burmese-British War. 
imprisoned for 17 months, tortured near the point of death. Anne visited him throughout, caring for their child and continuing the mission work. Not long after Adoniram was released, Anne died. And then their third child died as well. Shaken by Anne's death, Adoniram wrote in his journal, It proves a stormy evening, and the desolation around me accords with the desolate state of mind, where grief for the dear departed combines with sorrow for present sin, and my tears flow at the same time over the forsaken grave of my dear love and the loathsome sepulcher of my own heart. After Anne's death, Adoniram persisted in their mission work for another 22 years, translating the entire Bible into Burmese. And at the time of his death in 1850, at the age of 62, Burma had 100 churches with over 8,000 believers. Throughout it all, despite the years of grief and hardship, Adoniram never abandoned his conviction that God was indeed a God of love. These were his dying words. The love of Christ, boundless in its breadth, infinite in its length, fathomless in its depths, and measureless in its height, in these deserts let me labor, on these mountains let me tell how he died, the blessed Savior, to redeem a world from hell. The cost of discipleship contained in these missionary tales reminds me of the words of Philippians chapter 3, verse 8, where Paul says, Indeed, I count everything as loss because of the surpassing worth of knowing Christ Jesus my Lord. For his sake I have suffered the loss of all things and count them as rubbish, in order that I may gain Christ and be found in him, not having a righteousness of my own that comes from the law, but that which comes through faith in Christ, the righteousness from God that depends on faith, that I may know him and the power of his resurrection and may share his sufferings, becoming like him in his death, that by any means possible I may obtain the resurrection of the dead. Not that I have already obtained this or am already perfect, but I press on to make it my own because Christ Jesus has made me his own. Brothers, I do not consider that I have made it on my own, but one thing I do, forgetting what lies behind and straining forward to what lies ahead, I press on towards the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. This is the story of Adoniram and Anne Judson, the story of ordinary saints that God empowered to impact their generation with the gospel. May their story inspire you and remind you that God is still in the business of empowering ordinary saints today. Let us confess we believe in the words of the Apostles' Creed. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, Creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, His only Son, our Lord. He was conceived by the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin Mary. He suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day he rose again. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, 
the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. Lord, have mercy upon us. Christ, have mercy upon us. Lord, have mercy upon us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, show your mercy upon us, and grant us your salvation. O Lord, guide those who govern us, and lead us in the way of justice and truth. Clothe your ministers with righteousness, and let your people sing with joy. O Lord, save your people, and bless your inheritance. Give peace in our time, O Lord, and defend us by your mighty power. Let not the needy, O Lord, be forgotten, nor the hope of the poor be taken away. Create in us clean hearts, O God, and take not your Holy Spirit from us. A Collect for Peace O God, the source of all holy desires, all good counsels, and all just works, give to your servants that peace which the world cannot give, that our hearts may be set to obey your commandments, and that we, being defended from the fear of our enemies, may pass our time in rest and quietness, through the merits of Jesus Christ our Savior. Amen. A Collect for Aid Against Perils Lighten our darkness, we beseech you, O Lord, and by your great mercy defend us from all perils and dangers of this night, for the love of your only Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. A Night Prayer Keep watch, dear Lord, with those who work or watch or weep this night, and give your angels charge over those who sleep. Tend the sick, Lord Christ. Give rest to the weary. Bless the dying. Soothe the suffering. Pity the afflicted. Shield the joyous. And all for your love's sake. Amen. Let us conclude this evening with prayer number 17 on page 651 of the prayer book for the mission of the church. O God, our Heavenly Father, you manifest your love by sending your only begotten Son into the world that all might live through him. Pour out your Spirit on your church that we may fulfill his command to preach the gospel to all people. Send forth laborers into your harvest. Defend them in all dangers and temptations and hasten the time when the fullness of the Gentiles shall be gathered in and faithful Israel shall be saved through your Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us all evermore. Amen. This concludes this evening's podcast, and I'm glad you joined us for Praying with the Saints. If this prayer podcast has blessed you, we encourage you to subscribe at ChristChurchPlano.org, and we encourage you to share this with your friends. I'm Father Paul Donison. And I'm looking forward to praying with you next time. Until then, I pray that you would have a peaceful night 
and a perfect rest.